Welcome to Healthy Happy Sexy, a podcast that will help you create a mindset of looking good and feeling great. I'm your host, Angela Rose, a Toronto lifestyle content creator with a passion for sharing tips to better yourself in all aspects of life. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Happy Sexy. Today's episode is number 19, and it is also the second collaborative episode that I'm doing with She Leads. So just before this episode went live, there was a webinar with a guest speaker, Dr. Kathryn Newery. So she talked about um, the female anatomy, helping to clear up some things around the stigma around female sexual health. So I love learning. I always talk about that on this podcast. I love knowledge and you know, that can never hurt you. It can only make you smarter and grow bigger and better. With her professional outlook on the webinar, I did want to make some collaborative tips on this episode in conjunction with the webinar. In tonight's episode, I'm going to be talking about women's cycles as well as menstruation and all the stages as well as some really amazing tips and tricks that I've learned. We're going to be talking about some hormonal versus non-hormonal types of birth control, which I'm really excited about. This is something that I've recently learned about and got into, so I'm really excited to share with you guys. So yeah, let's get into it. This is the 19th episode and I'm so excited if you're listening and you came from the webinar. Thank you for joining me. My name is Angela Rose. I am a content creator from Toronto. I also have a YouTube that I'm really passionate about and that is just more visual blogging and lifestyle and fashion and fun stuff. But over on my podcast, I like to talk about more serious things and kind of just, you know, how to better yourself, mindset, weekly catch-ups, girl talk. And I'm so thankful and excited she leads wanted to be in collaboration with me so let's get into today's episode why don't we start with what we all go through and that is menstruation the time of the month your period however you want to call it whatever you're comfortable with there's actually four stages really and dr Catherine went really went into this in the webinar i just kind of want to reiterate because it's really important for you know, all audiences to hear. So the first stage, start with menstruation. If you didn't know your mood and your energy all changes with each cycle, I know for me, like, oh my god, I just have the lowest energy. I'm even yawning right now. I'm yawning (laughs) right now. I have the lowest energy right before my period. And you know, that's definitely one of the triggers, less energy, low mood, less appetite when you do have your period, you want to be left alone. So just to know the normal cycles, obviously, so you don't think something's wrong with you and when to know when something is out of the norm. So you can go see and talk to your doctor about it. Menstruation definitely less appetite. Um, I would recommend during this time to actually take an iron supplement because you are losing a lot of blood at this time. So you do kind of want to re-up the vitamins and minerals that you lose through blood loss during that time of the month. So I would definitely recommend iron supplements. And then after your period, we call this post-menstruation, we all know that we definitely feel a lot more relieved. We're in good mood, high spirits, high energy. We have a good appetite. We're back to eating good. Everything's good. Like this is like your normal stage. 
And then we're going to move into ovulation. So if you didn't know what ovulation is, this is the time of the month that you can actually get pregnant. Women track this specific time period. It's about three days. You can do this with an app. You can do this by taking your temperature and that's when you can get pregnant. So you have great energy during this time, great mood, great appetite, even better than right after your period. Like this is like your phenomenal stage and it's also when you can get pregnant so you may be feeling a little bit more in the mood and a little bit more affectionate and then after that phase we move into pre-menstruation we are telling our bodies we're not getting pregnant this month and i feel like our bodies need to give us a break from the periods like why does this need to happen every month like we're telling it okay i'm good every month about not wanting to get pregnant and then you get your period like every month like i feel like it happens way too often we go through these like up and down cycles and we just need to know how to deal with the moods unless you're taking a certain form of birth control to completely get rid of your period we're gonna get our periods every month so into pre-menstruation this is when we have very low energy low mood but a big appetite and definitely for me i know like the week before my period like i can eat like two burritos but also just want to stay in bed and not move all day during this time we can also have cramping um and for me i really like to do a blend of ginger and lots of teas i also like to do chamomile tea i also like to take advil if necessary because it is anti-inflammatory not all the time though there are definitely you know just normal natural methods that you can do to ease any sort of pain or symptoms during this time you might want to be alone a lot as well um, which is totally fine so understanding your body and these stages will help you prepare and know how to deal with them one tip and trick i wanted to tell you guys that i love taking before my period because a lot of the times women will maybe break out and get acne during this time so i created this smoothie concoction which tastes really really good like it was one of those smoothies that i made and i wasn't expecting a lot and when i tasted it i was like whoa i want another one of these this afternoon the smoothie that i made was a blend of blueberries which are really high in antioxidants anti-inflammatory then we have strawberries very high in vitamin c kale and spinach and then also fresh ginger i added a pretty decent amount of ginger just make sure you peel it i used about an inch and a half maybe and and then i did one teaspoon of matcha because that's really going to give you some clean energy and for some people this might be controversial but a little bit of caffeine actually does help me with headaches and cramps and boost my mood so it really depends on your body type i know some people actually do enjoy like one cup of coffee as well as some water if they are getting headaches but matcha powder is actually ground green tea leaves so it's a different form of caffeine it's coming from a different plant different from the coffee bean so it's just a different type of caffeine a lot of people say it gives them less anxiety and less like jitters if you don't drink coffee because you don't like those effects so i did one teaspoon of matcha powder in conjunction with 
the caffeine that that brings you it also has super high antioxidants it's like drinking something crazy like a hundred cups of green tea so that's how potent it is and that's why it's so expensive for so little you really don't need a lot and then because all my fruit and vegetables in the smoothie was frozen i just filled it with water sometimes i do like a nut milk or an orange juice but water is really good in this one just to give you that hydration punch so that smoothie was so so amazing and actually really brought down any like red patches and acne i had on my skin as well as really helped with like my cramps just made me feel really good that morning so i wanted to share that with you guys so now that we've gone through your cycle broken down i want to tell you about another tip that i love to use this app called clue it's a period tracking app and this really helped me when i went off birth control if you're not sexually active or if you are using another form of contraception you're not gonna have a pill telling you when you're gonna get your period exactly and it's always good to have an idea just to know what's going on with your body your body can always tell you something's wrong if you don't have your period for like three months it's good to know the exact date um, if you ever need to give your doctor that information as well i love the app clue it's so good it's pretty spot on for the most part and it can also tell you a general idea of when you are ovulating as well as your upcoming ems stage and when you should be getting your period so it's also just really good to have to know if you have like events you're going to or let's say a vacation or the beach and you just want to know exactly like when you'll be getting it maybe to possibly plan around i really like that app it's very good it works really well so i'd really highly recommend that one it can also just help you understand your body if you track it for a certain amount of months and see that your period's only like four or five days that's going to be what's normal for you it'll just increase your awareness of your overall health and wellness and it also can tell you a lot about your sexual drive and when it could be up and when it could be down taking care of your health there's always going to be huge benefit and this includes exercising eating clean and there's way to have you know healthy and normal pms and cramps it's always going to happen but you can definitely really reduce how severe they are so i would highly recommend exercising moving the body yoga stretching walking fresh air can really boost your mood and ease those like muscle cramps is essentially what they are also clean eating it's totally normal to have food cravings but you know make your food cravings fun and healthy the thing that i want to do as much as i would want to is go pick up a bag of chips or candy but i just know that that's probably going to make my acne worse because of all the sugar and the fat just the processed food in general so make your healthy eating fun you don't have to eat super clean you can have your cravings but make them healthy so two that i really love are chocolate covered strawberries if you melt some like dark chocolate like 50 to 80 percent and then dip some strawberries in there that's actually not bad for you and then another snack that i really love guacamole guacamole is so good like it doesn't even feel healthy it just tastes so good with some good pita or tortilla chips you can get some like unsalted if you want to even take it to the extreme and um not have any sodium either because that will really increase inflammation is sodium so make sure you're drinking a lot of water if you do go for some chips those blue tortilla chips i actually really like those and they're good for you homemade guacamole chocolate covered strawberries like those sound like really yummy snacks 
and they're not bad for you so you know turn your clean eating into something fun when you're having food cravings there's also a lot of things that contribute to your pms so those are some ways to ease it a little bit but there are a lot of factors that affect your period and this can include age stress your thyroid your weight and your mental health so obviously if you get older and you're not really taking care of yourself as much that can be a big factor if you're going through a lot of stress in your life family relationships work that can also be a big factor to making your period worse also getting your thyroid checked out what it is technically is a gland in your neck but it produces all the hormones in your body and regulates like temperature so if you are having problems with your thyroid definitely get it checked out with a blood test and talk to your doctor about it because that can really affect pms as well maintaining a healthy weight is always going to be really important for having pain-free periods and then also your mental health so if you don't know how to regulate stress that's all a factor of the mind and it can make things worse you know if you're feeling down you kind of have no control about it if you're pmsing but you don't know how to handle the stress it can make you lash out and have mood swings which actually isn't normal you should be knowing how to regulate your stress you should be knowing how to regulate feeling agitation and not letting it be expressed being super angry so ways that you can strengthen your mental health is actually through reading there are so many great books that can help i read one called emotional advantage which is really amazing at knowing how to relate and handle every single emotion that comes your way even happiness so that's a great book for just getting familiar with all emotions also i know so many people have had so much luck with meditating there's so many great meditations on like spotify and apple music that can really help you de-stress i love listening to some when you go on a walk also just fresh air and doing something that you love to really ground you and bring happiness to you and bring you back to a like stable happy state so having your mental health in check is always going to be really important as well but just knowing that if you're having super irregular periods or really really like violent painful cramps that is not normal and that's when it would be a really great time to go visit your doctor have a little checkup and to get comfortable with them because essentially they're always going to be there to help you you can also look into naturopathic doctors dr katherine nuri is a great one she's based in toronto but i believe she takes like online consultations as well so find one online that you think you'd be comfortable with you know find a good family doctor if you're not comfortable with the one that you have you can always find one that you are comfortable with to get to the bottom of all your health concerns comfortably the next thing that i want to talk about that i'm really excited to talk about is types of birth control and that can be hormonal versus non-hormonal so recently I don't know why this isn't talked about more. I don't know if it's just me, but I had like no knowledge about this. I wasn't really taught this in school. Like, I don't remember anyone telling you about this. My doctor never told me about this when I came to her asking for birth control. She never really shared other types that I could go on. I once was on this birth control that you took for, I believe, three months in a row. So you would only get your period four times a year. Just to share with you guys, there are different possibilities to just the normal, typical birth control pill 
or using condoms. Condoms is always going to be your safest bet though for preventing STDs, which, and believe it or not, you really want to prevent those because it can affect you at any given time and you really think like that'll never happen to me or you're just not even educated on it so you don't even think about it and it's really not your fault if you were to contract something you know opening up these conversations and telling people that it really can happen to you may help someone think twice about using protection so back to other types of birth control we have the typical pill which has a little bit of a downfall because you do have to take it every single day and it's kind of a nuisance you do have to think about about it. Some people are affected by it negatively, either weight gain or their mental clarity goes away. Some people aren't affected at all though. Like they take it and it's great. It's also just annoying to have to remember to take it every day. Just the amount of hormones that you're getting, you may need higher dosage to prevent spotting and breakthrough bleeding, um, but then you also don't want all those hormones in your body. So it depends how natural you want to go with protecting yourself from pregnancy. What I learned that I'm so excited to tell you guys about are IUDs, and I don't know why they're not more common when I, I was doing my own research on it, which I highly recommend every Everyone does with any type of birth control or anything that they want to do to themselves is do your own research. But there are two types. So there's hormonal IUDs and there are non-hormonal IUDs. And what an IUD is, is it's actually a little piece of plastic that either the hormonal one releases hormones, so there's like hormones in it, and that gets inserted into the vagina past the cervix and sits in the uterus. There's different types, so like five years, 10 years, and what's great about them is that you can actually take them out whenever, and if you're trying to get pregnant right after, you'll be able to immediately. So the hormonal type releases hormones. It's essentially the same thing as taking the pill. You will still get your period, but there are stronger hormones that you can put in so that you essentially can get rid of your period. So talk to your doctor about you know, what you both think is right for you. And then there's also the copper IUDs, which I thought is so fascinating. And I swear I've never heard about this before. And it's actually a piece of plastic, but there's no hormones on it. It's just wrapped in copper and it's inserted into the same place. And the way that this works, it's a hundred percent natural by the way and you do still get your period 100% as it was before because there are no hormones. The way the copper works is that if sperm is ever to get ejaculated inside of you that the copper creates like this hostile environment so it doesn't want to attach to an egg. It just like all kind of dies off in your uterus. So it, I just think it's amazing that there's other types of birth control that are non-hormonal. I feel like that's a really popular topic nowadays for people to not want to take hormones and to be as natural as possible. But hormones really aren't that bad. There's been so many success stories with it being helpful for people with acne and regulating their periods, which can be great. And the IUD is great because if your body does um, sit right with hormones, then you don't have to take a pill every day. It's essentially doing the same thing. Again, talk to your doctor and think about what you think is right for you if you are thinking about protecting yourself, but there are really so many different types of methods. You just have to, you know, take a quick Google search on types of birth control, hormonal or non-hormonal. I do want to get you guys familiar with what I was reading when I was researching though. If you do have a copper IUD in you, you 
could be susceptible to copper toxicity. That's not something your doctor can always catch. Um, A naturopath will definitely tell you about that though. And it's essentially where your body is reacting poorly with the copper. You know, it can affect your mood and your mental health, your energy levels. So even though there's nothing bad in your body, like hormones, it's essentially nothing, but your body is reacting in a way and rejecting this foreign object. It's kind of the same as if you get a piercing and your body's rejecting it and it's infected and it's not healing properly your body's rejecting this foreign object it can also happen with breast implants some people get the same sort of symptoms you know just very weak very tired poor mental health and it's because your body is not agreeing with this foreign object in your body i just want you guys to be aware there is so many success stories with it but there also are people who react differently so do your research but i just wanted to make you guys aware of what's out there because there really are so many options and i feel like they're not talked about enough you know it would be great in high school there could be girl and boy sex ed to learn about you know the female anatomy and the boys can learn about their anatomy and then they could come together at the end to talk about topics that relate to both genders and that could be sex and intimacy so and whether that be with the same sex or opposing sex there's just so much that goes into sexuality and anatomy that either we didn't learn enough about it in high school people don't do their own research or they forgot about it so it's really good to get a refresher course i love what she leads is doing with these online seminars and talking about sexuality and anatomy so it's not something that's like talked about enough and even as someone in my 20s you know i would love to learn more about stds and protecting yourself more about my own anatomy as well as pregnancy prevention and either going hormonally or non-hormonally there's just so many different routes and i guess it's up to everyone to do research for themselves but it's just so important to learn this knowledge and to get educated and if you're with someone educate your partner because they might be like the opposed sex and you're talking about iud's and that's not something they would ever get it's really great for them to just know about it to know what you're going through and for them to understand you better so I love how we're normalizing these topics because it is normal. This is like our own bodies. Everyone has a body. We're all just trying to take care of it and everyone's so different. So to do it in a way that best suits your wants and needs Um, and to not be scared of your medical professionals. They're there to help you. If you don't like them, they don't agree with you. You can always get a second opinion, which is great. So do your research. Like do your research all the time. It's so important. So I think that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. I just wanted to make you feel good. Knowledge is power and to just the more you know, the better. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode 19 of Healthy Happy Sexy. I will be back next Wednesday and that will be March the 3rd for my last episode in conjunction with she leads next week is going to all be about unlocking your sexual intimacy thank you so much for listening and i cannot wait to chat more with you guys next wednesday bye